Welcome to another episode of our Dishing in the D podcast. We're your host, Chad and Christy, from the all-new 98.7 The Breeze Morning Show. And today, we are talking summertime cocktails. We have a mixologist with us. Bill Satsos is his name. He's from Motor City Mixology, uh, does catering all across Metro Detroit. And he's going to make sure that, since it is summer, everybody now back on their decks. Fourth of July, right around the corner. It is time to learn how to make the proper cocktail because I think so many of us, Bill, we like the idea of it and we know it's like a cool, hip, trendy thing. And if you're having friends over, you want to impress them, but we have absolutely no idea like where to start or how to put a proper cocktail together. Well, uh, I will tell you, um, I'm a big fan of visual cocktails and that's what I believe most of what mixology is about is the visual and how pretty you make a cocktail look, because we always eat with our eyes first, Mm -hmm. as we say. So I'm very big on creating a masterpiece and artwork with my cocktails so that you can enjoy it before you even sip on it. Uh, Today, I'm going to introduce you guys to some dessert-inspired cocktail. Fourth of July is coming, you're eating all that savory barbecue food, and you're having, you know, most people are going to have beers or, Mm -hmm. or wine or whatnot, but now you can enjoy a dessert cocktail, after your barbecue, after your beers, sit down, have one of these wonderful inspired dessert cocktails. Something very refreshing. Something refreshing, yep. Something uh, sweet. So, so pretty much you're drinking your dessert. Mm-hmm. And um, have Thinster's Cookies, which I'm going to introduce you guys to today. A cookie in a cocktail. A cookie in a cocktail. Okay. Basically, yeah. You, you crush these cookies up. Okay. And you rim the glass, and it hmm. makes a beautiful beautiful presentation and the reason i choose thinsters is because it is a delicious cookie it's non-gmo there's no corn syrup in it it is a very great product and and what a unique idea to do that instead of the traditional sugar or salt Mm -hmm. right do you do it the same way though do you just wet the rim just a little bit what i did was um, yeah i uh i got some syrup right here because what i do is uh motor city mixology my company is uh all homemade Syrups. I make everything from rosemary syrup to thyme syrup to lavender syrup to uh, pretty much anything. I can make syrup out of anything, ginger syrup. So I have the syrup here, and I just dip the rim of the glass in there, dip it in the cookie, and you have this beautiful oh, wow. yeah. rim there. Al- the already cookie. visually yep. looks great. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's already infused with the cookie and whatever syrup you yeah, choose. Yeah, well, the cookie's flavored, too. This mm-hmm. is um, coconut. Thinster cookie. I also have the key lime Thinster cookie. I crumbled them together because today I'm going to make you a pineapple coconut rosemary margarita with some fresh key lime juice. So the key lime cookie and the coconut cookie is going to complement the flavors of that margarita. Sounds delicious. Now, why do, and this is going to be a silly question, but again, I think with some cocktails, some of us just don't know. Sometimes I see if somebody's making a margarita, they'll like roll the lime First, like put pressure on it and kind of roll it before they cut it. Uh, what you, is the purpose? You're of just that? softening it because if you okay. if you notice, like here's a lime for you right there. That's that's a soft one. You okay. know, sometimes you get those limes that are rock hard. You okay. just want to kind of massage that, it soft. because yeah. that that's another thing. Like Christy has the knack, like some people, where she can go through the produce department uh-huh. and pick up like the fruits and vegetables and like, yeah. touch it, hold it up to her ear, tap it kind well, of thing. Have you ever thing. tried to squeeze a hard lime? No juice comes out. Exactly. Of it. So you just kind of got to massage that, okay. make sure it's soft and you get all that lime juice out of there. And syrup is a, is an interesting thing. Our son is a, a barista. Okay. And, and obviously the people that come in, they love that they have like the liquid. Simple syrup. Simple syrup, yep. Right. And 
How do you make simple syrup? Do you heat? You boil. This, okay. You boil sugar and water. It's a two to one process. Um, okay. Like I said, I I I create my own simple syrups right there. I have rosemary, ginger, simple syrup for the cocktails I'm going to make for you today. It's just you're just basically boiling sugar water. That's okay. what you're doing. Yeah. It seems so <laughs> it, simple. But, but it just makes it blend better than if you put granulated sugar. Yeah. Well, and it in. sounds better if you're like, well, I'm going to make a cocktail starting with some simple syrup. Right. Ooh, and you made that yourself. Yes, yes. I did. Uh. Right. You know, Absolutely. it's boiled sugar water. But hey, um, so what when it comes to making like you're, you're going to make this margarita mm-hmm. today and obviously the rim visually. Mm-hmm. But as far as the drink itself, like what would you say? is the number one ingredient to make like the perfect cocktail. Is it fresh fruit? Is it the alcohol that you put in it? What is like the number one thing you should concentrate on? It's everything you mentioned. Of course, the alcohol is the most important. Okay. Uh, you don't want to overdo the alcohol. Stick to an ounce and a half, or it depends how much you like to drink. But uh, a great margarita should have uh, a significant amount of lime juice and some sweetness to it. Those two things with the tequila is going to make a amazing margarita. I've always wanted to do different kinds of margaritas. You know, I like like today I'm going to do the pineapple coconut rosemary mm-hmm. margarita. I also do watermelon margaritas. I I I do uh, pineapple pineapple jalapeno margaritas, wow. which I did a few weeks ago, which were a huge hit. Right. Um. So I just like to do stuff like that. You know, like why have a traditional margarita? Let's spice it up. Let's, let's do different flavors. Let's do different kinds of margaritas. So for this particular one that you're talking about here, what do you start with? Do you put the alcohol in first? Do you put the fruit juice in first? Does it ma- matter which one um, goes first? I don't think so because we're going to we're going to shake it all up. Oh, okay. Now, if you were going to do something like muddling, then I would suggest like if you were to make like a mojito, I would suggest throwing the mint in and the and the lime in and and the sugar in and then muddle that and then add your your rum to that gotcha. and you can make your your mojito. But for this, we're just going to throw all the liquids in. Shake them all up, and it's going to be delicious. Okay. Well, we, we can let you start mixing. Okay. I might throw a question or two at sure. you while I, you're mixing things up. Okay, absolutely. So do you have to get, like, the actual fancy, like, liquor store mixer, or can you just kind of use a Tupperware bowl if that's all you Tupperware have at home? Tupperware bowl's fine. It depends how, how you want your presentation to be. <laughs> and so. remember, Chad, presentation is a large portion. Yeah, if you're doing it, it in so, front of your friends. So if you're just doing it in the kitchen by yourself. And, yeah, you know. but you can still elevate your own experience and call it self-care. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So right now I'm rimming the glass with the syrup to get a sticky con- consistency on the rim of that glass. I'm going to dip it right inside that Finster coconut cookie and key lime cookie. See how beautiful that looks? That is so, and, and I know you're, we talk presentation and, and a lot of times, you know, you put a sprig of this or something on top. You mentioned, you know, the, the mojito. Obviously, mm-hmm. everybody knows you're going to have mint in that and you're going to see it. But as far as what else you can put on top of the drink, because I know a lot of times now there's like edible flowers. or There how, are. How do you, first to two questions, how do you know what you can and can't use and B, where do you get them? Um, that's a good question. Edible flowers, I'm sure you can find anywhere. You can find them on Amazon. You can find anything on Amazon. I'm going to use Chinese tea flowers today. Mm. They're not edible, but if you swallowed it, it's, you know, it's, they're tea buds. It's not okay. going to kill you. It's not going right. to kill you, but right. they're, they're beautiful mm-hmm. looking garnishes. And this is what I do to make my cocktails look very nice. So, um, and I love that you have the big gigantic ice cube. The big gigantic <laughs> ice cubes. Yep. You got to have those, especially for like, um, for Manhattans, when I do my Rosemary Manhattans. All this right. is going to be a, a, a breakfast cocktail, actually. <laughs> so now does this make it healthy? <laughs> yes. We're making it very healthy now. 
Now, uh, as part of what you do, you actually go to people's homes. Mm-hmm. They can hire you to cater. Because right. I, I know, like, my sister and brother-in-law, when they have a get-together, they love to have themed cocktails. So people can hire you to do that yes. for them and take the guesswork out of it. Absolutely. Um, I do tons of themed cocktails. I've had clients come up to me and say, hey, listen, I'm having a 90s party, completely inspired um, what can you do? I said, well, I'm going to make you a pretty in pink cocktail, which is a, a pretty much like a Cosmo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the uh, Breakfast Club. Um, I did a Scarface cocktail, which was Fun. crazy. I made it with bullet bourbon. Oh. <laughs> and um, I made some gunpowder. There's actually gunpowder tea, Chinese gunpowder tea. So mm-hmm. I made uh, gunpowder tea with the bullet bourbon. And uh, I put a little cinnamon stick in there to look like a cigar. I rimmed the glass with some sugar. Wow. It was a huge hit. So you ca- call this a breakfast cocktail. This could be the wake me up before you go-go. Y- yeah, I think this one <laughs> yeah, actually <laughs> probably would be, yeah. Now, do you also teach classes for people that want to take their mixology to the next level? You know something? Um, I don't do that often, but I have been asked. And actually, I did go to Ann Arbor a couple months ago because a girl asked me to come to her home and teach 20, 25 people how to make a proper uh, Manhattan See, and, that, a, and an old fashioned. What a fun, the old fashioned yeah. the one my brother-in-law yeah. loves to do. What a fun way to, uh, you, because you hear of painting parties where people go and you know, sip wine mm-hmm. and, and paint. Why not? Yeah. So what I'm doing here is I mixed up the uh, coconut milk with the fresh key lime juice. I got the rosemary ginger syrup and the tequila in here. Uh, as you can see, I'm not going to put the pineapple in here because you don't want to shake pineapple. Okay. It gets really frothy. It just right. doesn't look good. Um, so I always just add the pineapple after. Okay. You can experiment and see for yourself what the difference is, but if you shake pineapple... Mm-hmm. Is there anything else like that? Like any tips of do's and don'ts? Um, Not so much. Okay. No, that's about so it. Just pineapple. Juice. Yeah, pretty much just pineapple. Yeah. Wow, that is very pretty. Add the pineapple. Oh, gorgeous. Add now, how do you get, if you, when we're talking visualization, is there a certain drink that, because now it, I go back to, to the coffee drinks, that now you can get the iced coffees that are like three different colors. You know, it's like dark on the bottom and then, you know, beige in the middle and white on the top. I mean, that's very visual. Are there yes. cocktails you can do like that too where they – don't necessarily mix in at first, and you can mix them if you want to, but otherwise um, you have sort of the very, layer effect. That's a very, very good question. Uh, I have not seen anything like that. Okay. But I'm sure, I mean, anything exists now. I mm-hmm. mean, pretty much anything. So what I've done now is I've taken a rosemary swig okay. and pierced it right through a lime wheel. So that is going to be... And it floats. That's yep, great. That's <laughs> going to be one of the garnishes. I'm going to put those flowers that we were just talking about right in there. Not edible, but... Beautiful. But beautiful. That is absolutely gorgeous. Adds the pop of color. Yep. Let's get a couple more in there. You know the thing that I've been crazy about over the past couple of months, and I don't know whether it was just with all the snow and everything and just craving summer, but uh, sangrias Oh, sangrias are delicious. Yes, absolutely. And I think one of the things, too, let's say that you're somebody that's listening and you're not much of a drinker. Uh, many of these can be made non-alcoholic 
and they're just as tasty and refreshing as oh absolutely yeah you can do these non-alcoholic um if you're not a drinker or you know a little bit of tequila or Mm -hmm. you know i mean but uh yeah you can definitely make them virgin um kids love them they love the fact they can have a mocktail in their hands because it looks pretty Mm -hmm. right Parents love doing that for the kids. Well, I mean, for crying out loud, look at the Shirley Temple, how long that's oh, been around. And right? there, every kid ordered one, and our daughter's going through that phase now where every time we go to some place, she's like, do you do a Shirley Temple? Why, yes, we do. And I would like extra maraschino cherries, please. Yeah. <laughs> so these are, are great because they're sort of like you mentioned, like a dessert-type cocktail. Yep. Um, and I know every year there's going to be some new hot trend is this the 2019 trend, is or or is there something else on the horizon that you're starting to work with or starting to make? You know, I don't know what would be on the horizon. Um, I mean, these craft cocktails coming to a wonderful city like Detroit should have came sooner, you know, because this Detroit is one of the coolest cities in the U.S. right now. And there's so many amazing mixology bars, as you see in Ferndale and downtown Detroit. Uh, like I said, I bring these cocktails to your home. I'm a, I'm, I'm a catering service. Clients love this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to drink a Jack and Coke anymore. Well, they do, but they want this. You know, They want right. this for their graduations. Mm-hmm. They want this for their anniversaries, their birthday parties, all occasions. They want a beautiful cocktail that their guests can enjoy and say, wow, this is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you have different flavors for year-round. Absolutely, so. yeah. So these are the cocktails. Excellent. Well, before we dive in and have a sip, let's uh, make sure that everybody can get in touch with you. The name of your company is Motor City Mixology. Uh, If they do want to find out how to book you for a private function or something at their house, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? They can reach me at MotorCityMixology.com. I also have a Facebook page, uh, uh, Facebook.com backslash Drink Your Food Detroit. But the best option is through the Motor City Mixology website, MotorCityMixology at gmail.com. And I'm also on Yelp. You can message me right through Yelp. Nowadays, that's the way to do it, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you want to get in touch with this beautiful uh, Thinster cookie, you can purchase that on Thinsters.com. You can go to Kroger's, Target, Walgreens, CVS, Amazon. It's available everywhere. And I really suggest using that as your cookie crust rim for your cocktails. It's very delicious. Nice. Awesome. All right, Christy, which one do you want here? I'll bring it over to you. And we'll make sure that we also post up photos uh, on our website and our social media, too. So if you want to connect with us, at 98.7 The Breeze. All right, cheers. And Bill Satsos, thank you very much for coming in studio with us this morning. Here we go. Delicious. That is truly like the most amazing thing I've ever tasted. Wonderful. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Yes. That's going to do it for another edition of our Dishing in the Deep podcast. We're your host, Chad and Christy Thomas. Thanks so much for listening.